What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to episode 95 of More Wrestling's podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Morrison, joined today by Zach. We are back. Another preview episode of the 2024 New York State Public High School Athletic Association Championships going on next weekend in Albany. Zach, how's it going? Let's go. I'm Pumped excited. Up, man. Like, I can't wait. So, yeah, so last year, I mean, I remember being in Albany and people were like, oh, I'd listen to your the uh, preview episode on the way to Albany. Uh, we got on 90 and just played the podcast. And uh, I was at the arena and somebody's like, oh, man, I was waiting for my Uber ride. And, and uh, I was listening to the podcast, you know, between going from the hotel to the arena last year. So, uh, obviously, I've had two podcasts since October, but I'm like, we need to get this episode out so you're you're in for a good one today folks you can't go a season without one of these ones no i know these ones are huge i mean it's kind of more you know involving the whole state so it's not necessarily one region so everybody's kind of glued into this uh preview i mean maybe not but uh we'd like to think i'm gonna apologize I'm gonna apologize for even get started for my bias. You know, I do it every year, but you never you just gotta get it out of the way because you know people are gonna be upset about it. But you know what? I mean, what am I gonna do? Not believe in my guys? Come on now. Yeah, that's that's true too. I mean, don't take the the, the picks. Uh, you know, if we're if we're gonna say I'm gonna choose this guy, don't take it personal. It's uh, it is what it is. But uh, you know, I'm I might have my you know you you, you last year you were wearing your your red uh shirt a lot. You know, I was listening to the preview yeah. episode last year of today, and uh, I was like, oh, man, and it's like, Zach's like, I got my red shirt on. And, you know, your red kind of turned maroon last year with some of your Section 5 picks, but, you know, we won't get into that. No, um, don't do not do that to me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so first things first, um, it's snowing really bad up here, and uh, I'm on my fifth or sixth cup of coffee today because uh, the brackets came out yesterday, Saturday, and I was at work. Here I am scrolling through brackets, doing a lot of research and uh, digging into some of the good stuff that we're going to see next weekend. And, uh, you know, five, six, seven cups of coffee, um, get you a little amped up. And, uh, you know, I'm going to have to shovel after this. So I'm going to make this episode a good one. And uh, so, yeah, so I wanted to kind of give a shout out to 50 of the wrestlers that are wrestling next weekend, uh, competed at Fargo uh, this past summer. Mm -hmm. So, you know, being a part of New York USA wrestling myself as a media guy, you know, I've saw a lot of these guys wrestle at Fargo. So, I mean, a lot of these guys are putting in the time. And, you know, this is the accumulation of, you know, guys that are going to Super 32 at the beginning of the year. Uh, some guys obviously go there to win it, to place, whatever. Some guys go there for the experience, the journey, um, you know, to make it better. Um, so, you know, a lot of guys went to Fargo, 50 guys that are wrestling at the state tournament, I think. I counted roughly 50. But uh, so shout out to them. Um, this season kind of went by quick. I kind of wanted to talk about some of the – um, cool things, I guess, that happened this year. Uh, you know, I was talking to Brandon Guthrie and and uh, Matt Stewart, and I kind of wanted to talk to you about this because there was a some of the duels that are kind of cool. Like I think Clovis and Buchanan out in California had like a sweet, sweet thing. They ran out the lights and the tunnels, and the, each team was wearing robes and whatnot. While Shaker and Colony out in Section Two wrestled at I think the Colony Center, uh, like the, the mall that they've got there. I think on the Wolf Road. Maybe it was at Crossgates Mall. I don't even know. I think it was at the Colony Mall, but uh, it's pretty sweet, like having a dual meet in that kind of atmosphere. Um, what's the coolest uh, dual meet that you've seen or, I guess, heard about in New York State this year? Um, I don't the- I don't really <clears> – <throat> New York's kind of boring, for being honest. Um, yeah. That's probably the coolest one I've heard of. Um, 
you know, I, I, I do like our atmosphere when we wrestle horse heads. Uh, it's a pretty good rival we have going on. Um, hasn't been a, quite a rivalry the last couple of years, but um, they always they have a real small gym that they pack to the brim with people every single time they have a match. It's just it, it's a lot of fun. It's they dim the lights and uh, the crowd just really gets into it. Uh, the the teams get you know gets a little heated between the teams and the fans sometimes. It's just it, it's just always a really good atmosphere when we go to Horseheads. Yeah, this year we went to Fulton and uh, down in Section 3, and their crowd is kind of a, a rowdy crowd. You know, they didn't – I mean, there was a lot of people in the stands for that, but, like, some of their better years, I guess, that they have, uh, you know, big – I guess a more competitive team. I mean, this year's team is tough, and people are down on Fulton whatever, but they've got a really great following, and uh, their fans are kind of rowdy and a little bit crazy, so uh, it was it was a good atmosphere to, to wrestle in, I think. But, uh, I mean, I, I enjoy those atmospheres, and – you know, you try to do the same thing when you host matches like that. But yeah, um, before we get into this episode, I kind of wanted to talk about Joseph Manfredi, the 2022 New York State champ. He uh, won states, like I said, two years ago. He missed last year due to injury. He missed this year due to injury. He was the Eastern States champ this year at 145. Um, sadly, he has missed the chance to wrestle in Albany the last, well, last year and this year. So um yeah, that sucks for him. Yeah, thoughts and prayers to his family. That that that's really got to suck. Um, you know, I know that um, kind of close for our family, and I know they also had an injury that kind of held them out of the postseason, and that really sucks. Um, so you know, it's just you know you never want to see an injury be the reason somebody's not there. Even I mean, even if you benefit from it, you know, and like you have a kid in that weight class now, they're going to take another step higher on that podium. This still sucks. You know, you're not you you don't ever want to go to a tournament and say, Oh, I hope that kid's hurt so I can win or so I can do something different. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's just, it, it sucks. It's unfortunate, but you know, I mean, not much we could do about it, but I feel bad for the kid. Yeah. So as we get into the preview, uh, I'll let Zach do the uh, D one and I'll, I guess, jump into D two for the most weights. We're, we're probably going to mention the top five seeds. Of course, we'll talk about some of the dark horses or people to keep your eye out that, you know, obviously are seated six or below um, or higher, however you want to talk about it. But uh, yeah, so we'll get into that. And then, uh, you know, so obviously D2 section or uh, yeah, in D- division two, section three and section four get three reps. And then of course, division one, section nine and 11 get the three reps. So it's something to look, you know, think about in the next, especially if you're watching in Albany is how some of these sections, um, you know, are doing with their PowerPoints, you know, so, some of them are on the brink where they might have two uh, two qualifiers next year instead of three or, you know, one qualifier instead of two, I guess. But, uh, yeah, so that's something to keep your eye out for as well. I mean, some of these sections are, um, you know, Section 9 one's tough. They've got a lot of guys that, you know, should should win a state title. they got a, several favorites, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. But, it's kind yeah, of impressive I'll, uh, Section 9-2. I mean, they only have, what, 18 teams? Yeah, so it's not very many teams. And I talked about it last episode, you know, when you have the Newburgh kids, the Valley Central kids, the uh, Menacing Valley kids, the Middletown uh, upperweights, like they've they've got a lot of hammers. So a lot of firepower to help them, you know, keep keep them where they're at. And that's without, you know, Zach Ryder, who's a senior. He would have been a senior this year. And uh, he chose to go to, um, you know, train at Penn State. Well, train at uh, M2 with David Taylor, so. Yeah, they would have been that much tougher this year. But, yeah, so D1, 101 pounds. I'll let you get into that. 
Yeah, all right. So number one seed, William Soto from Newburgh, 47-0. and 0. Number two seed, EJ Vass, 32 and Soto, because he's lost four matches all to Soto. Uh, number three seed, Brody DiCaprio from Burnt Hills, 38-3. and three. Vincenzo Manello, Briarcliff, Brian Hills, 32-5. and five. Five seed Tanner Catcherbone. Tell me if you've heard that last name before. Williamville Northeast. Yeah. So, like you mentioned, uh, Soto. Yeah. So he actually is a returning third place finisher from Newburgh, and the two seed also in Section Nine guy EJ Vass. Um, Vass is thirty two and four, like you mentioned. All to Soto. So Soto beat Vass in the Eastern State Finals. Vass beat the three seed DiCaprio six to zero at Eastern States. And then he beat him four to zero a week after. The eighth and ninth seeds, I believe, are Ordinello and Andrula. Andrula is a returning state place finisher, but they split matches at Eastern States. But Andrula beat him for third place, three to one. So that's why he's seated ahead of him. And then uh, Manello beat Catchbone eight to three at Eastern States as well. So um, most of the time, you know, at the lightweight like this, you don't get returning New York State place finishers. But you know, of course, Soto was a smaller guy last year, and he was obviously right there with his teammate, um, Cooper Murley. Um, so now he's obviously got this weight and then Cooper Murley went up a weight. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I actually, you know, I've had other than States last year with Soto. Um, I, I didn't get to watch much of him, but I did get a chance to watch DiCaprio wrestle this year. And I'm, um, I'm kind of excited about him going forward. Um, I'm not saying he's going to win the tournament this year or anything like that. I, I think that's pretty much not a foregone conclusion, but, uh, pretty close to it with Soto, but, you know, he's he's tough. I'm excited to see him wrestle in the future. He's only a freshman, so. Yeah, that's true. I mean, DiCaprio is a tough kid to uh, – I mean, I, I think I watched him at the, uh, Eastern States, and then I would have watched him at Windsor as well. But, yeah, well, so this way I probably get him to stick with Soto because he's, uh, like I said, returning third. But Yeah, I, I agree. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah, I mean, Soto. obviously you got EJ Vass. That's right there too. Um, like I said, Section 9 guys – Keeping those PowerPoints up for uh for section nine. Yeah, we I mean we talk about it every year too. Like one on one, like you kind of never know. I mean, the six seed from Auburn's undefeated, he's 37 or no. Um, you just you just never know with this weight class. You can get kids coming out of nowhere because either they were too small in the years past, so you never really got the chance to like know who they are. They finally put on some weight and here they are, like finally able to compete against the kids that you know they should have been competing with for a while now. Yeah, because some of the Results from last year might be a little, you know, not as true because, like you said, they're undersized. And uh, now that they're fully sized, one-on-one pounders are, you know, a little bit older and a little bit more mature. They're uh, they're tougher, you know. So moving up to Division Two, 101 pounds, we got the one seed, Declan McKee of Tioga. You're going to hear that one seed a lot from Tioga. Uh, he's 31-5. and five. The two seed, Jake Blasinski of Newfane, is 31-3. and three. Three seed Wyatt Sartori of Dansville, Wayland, Coconcton. He's forty-two and two. Four seed Colin Legobo of Little Falls, and the five seed Andrew Giuliano of Pallapad, also from Section Three. He is thirty-three and four. Jacob Lusinski, Newfane. He is uh, going to be wrestling at Brockhorn next year, so he's a senior at one hundred and one. Uh, he's a lone returning New York State place finisher. He finished fourth last year. He is also a Triple Crown winner for New York USA Wrestling last year, which means he won the New York USA Wrestling Folk Style States, New York USA Wrestling Freestyle, and Greco States to win the Triple Crown Award. That's awesome. And then a few of the quarters that we could see are, you know, sectional rematches. Uh, Sartori has several wins over Winsman, and 
Legolbo has he lost to Juliana earlier in the year, but he pinned him in the sectional finals. And I think one of my sleepers at this weight is Jackson Labarge of NAC, Section Seven kid. He, uh, like we were talking about, he, he he's got some, uh, maybe not a lot of decent wins this year, but uh, last year that he went to the state tournament, he uh was undersized, a little bit younger, and uh, you know, I've I've watched him a few times this year, and he's definitely somebody that, I mean, he's seated eighth. Maybe I'm not saying he's going to take the top five, but he's somebody that I watched last year that I I think could do well this year. Yeah, but I, I, I do. I do like the uh, Little Falls kid. He's tough. Yeah, I'm gonna say Brandon Munoz from PSAL. He's 37 and one this year as an as an 11th grader. Um, he's a 12 seed. He's he's tough. He's really tough. And uh, I'm not gonna be surprised if he does knock off some of those top four guys. Yeah, like I'm could definitely knock off Giuliano. I mean, he could knock off Legalbo too. Anything can happen at this weight because, like I said, there's only one returning New York State place finisher. That's Jacob Lusinski. with new thing. How many under? How many middle schoolers are in this weight class? Let's see, one, two, three, four, six, seven. Eight, not too many. Nine. I mean, I see, I see a, not, a lot of nines and tens. Nine out of the twenty-two. It's not bad. That's pretty good, actually. Yeah, for the lightest weight, people right. want to get rid of. Yeah. <laughs> can't get rid of it until he fixed modified that's true it's a fact actually fix modified and then we could talk about it <laughs> yeah no doubt moving to 108 d1 108 d1 yeah all right number one seed 2022 new york state champion dunia Sibamana. number two seed cooper murley from newberg your state champion from last year Ralph Keeney from Boston Spas, your three seed at 40 and one. Connor Sheridan from Hop Hog, 29 and four, is your four seed. Anthony Legala Ryan from Longwood is your five seed. Um, honestly, this weight class is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Colin Edwards from St. Francis is also really good. He's 43 and three. He's a six seed. Um, this this weight class is looking up. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. This is going to be, this one's looking like a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, the 2022 New York State champ. Denia Simpamana is a one seed. Got upset in the, the semis last year to Satriano, um, which I mean, we were talking about that. I'm like, yeah, he had the yes, he had a ESPN crew was like in his, you know, just like Matt side. Like that had been a lot for the kid, but um, yeah, for sure. He, he has he has a win over this year. Uh, of he has a win over last year's New York State champ Murley, and Murley this year, uh, he beat him nine to two at the Eastern States. Lagola Ryan. Did beat Murley this year, but uh, Murley beat Sheridan, and then Sheridan beat Lagala Ryan six to two in the county final. So that's how the seating played out um, for them at that weight. Of course, we talk about it every year with section and eleven and section eight. You know they they're, they're tough. You know section eleven gets the the three reps, and all the, all three of those guys are are freaking legit. You know, so yeah, all three of those guys will come and almost every weight class are going to compete for for a state podium spot. Yeah, I mean. Sheridan Legal Ryan at four and five. I mean, I don't know. Like I said, Denia's obviously the man, but a tough task to, to be up against. Uh, the three seed, though, Keeney and the six seed, Edwards at Eastern States, and beat the four seed, Sheridan, six to zero for third place at Eastern States. Um, and the funny thing was, Monta pinned Sheridan at county qualifiers. And like I mentioned, Legal Ryan beat Monta in counties. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Monta's a seven. Um, I was looking. Oh, Tristan Levin from Tottenville PSAL. He's a nine seed. 
uh, and Will Russell from Manhasset. They're the eight nine. That match might be one of the best first round matches. Well, okay, it'll be around a sixteen. It won't be technically the first round, but it'll be around a sixteen match. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. So Dania actually, I think teched Levin Eastern States, and Dania's got two wins over Russell this year. Um, one's ten to seven, and then he beat him six to three, and that was this month. Right? He he beat him at the the qualifier tournament for counties, and then he beat him at the uh, the counties. So two wins over Russell, Dania has, and they're both, you know, three-point margins. So, yeah, I, I'm going to pick Russell to go against Dania uh, right there in the quarterfinals. So, I mean, potentially at that weight, like, you're going to see Dania versus Russell at that quarters, and then you're probably going to see Legal Ryan and Sheridan. Um, you know, so Nassau, Nassau versus Suffolk, Suffolk. But down yeah. low, it's good. You know, R- Ralph Keeney's a senior. He's a returning New York State place finisher. Uh, talked about Colin Edwards. He... Went over to St. Francis. St. Francis is tough. Um, and then down low, we got Gino Mata and Vermerly. Vermerly been there before. Um, I, I mean, I, I could see him make it, making it to the finals against Dania, but uh, Dania's already got, you know, he already beat him nine to two Eastern states. Five of your eight quarterfinalists are likely going to be from Long Island. Yeah, strong island. That's kind of nuts. Who are you picking yeah. here? Yeah, Dania actually beat Keeney ten to one too. Uh, who am I picking? So I picked against Dania last year. Um, it's obviously the safe bet this year with Dania beating the three seed ten to one, and he beat the two seed Murley nine to two. And like I said, Murley beat Sheridan six to nothing in the semis. But I mean, a lot of these guys, it's you, you look at the Eastern states. I mean, Dania took first, Murley took second, Keeney took third, Sheridan took fourth, Edwards took fifth, Levin took sixth, Monta took seventh. Like. You're all you're looking at all those guys right there. Yeah. Um it's 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 kind of nuts. But yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with Dania. Um he gets the state title again this year for, for Long Island, for Long Beach. L forty. Yeah. I'm going I'm going with uh Dunia as well. Yep. All right. So moving down to division two, one oh eight. The top seeds are one seed. We got Maverick Beckwith of Norwich, section four. We got Anthony Valls of Shenango Valley, Section 4. We got Jaron Barrientos of Section 6, Lewiston Porter. Uh, four seed, we got Caden Cole of Tioga, Section 4. And then at the five seed, we got returning New York State champ, Tommy Aiello of John Glenn at the five seed. Um, yeah, so this weight is uh, obviously a good one. Like I said, they're returning state champs, the five seed, and that is because his only D2 loss this year is to Cole uh, from Tioga at the state duels. And so, I mean, he technically, if he didn't lose to Cole, he would have had enough points to be the two seed behind Maverick Beckwith and head of Anthony Valls. He, he would have been locked in as the one seed if he didn't lose that match. Because he would have been protected because he didn't lose, lose anybody in the bracket. Yeah, you're right there. Yeah. Um, yeah, because he's only, what, how, what did I say? He's got five losses. I was looking six. at his losses, uh, six. But I was looking at his losses time. this morning. And uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure the D2 loss is the only D2 loss is the Cole, which I was. I think I left uh, the state duels and I went to the Tully's and I was watching it. I brought the, the laptop and I was watching. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, Tioga's got another stud that uh, mm-hmm. is beating up on a returning New York state champ. And he and, took uh, oh, he took third at sectionals. Yeah, took third at sectionals. Uh, so like I mentioned, though, Beckwith is the one seed. Took third last year. He's three and one on the season mm-hmm. against the two seed, Balls. Very and well. Ball- I've seen three of those four matches. And uh, the one, so Val's won the first one, 
And then the second one was at our stack, our conference final. And Vols was winning the whole match until the third period, and Beckwith locked up a cradle. Hmm. Hey, Beckwith so, is probably the tallest 108 pounder ever. That's probably a pretty good assumption. He's pretty, he's so lanky. Yeah. Uh, so Vols, he did not qualify for states last year, as we recall, right? He uh, took fourth in section four. Yeah. In a, in a very tough weight. And, uh, but he was a 2002, 2022 New York State place finisher. <clears throat> Looking at Barrientos. So he was at Star Point last year. He's now at Lewiston Porter, section six, went from D1 to D2. Uh, Barrientos beat Cole from, uh, from Tioga nine to five this year. And he took third last year at the Eastern States, beating Monta and Soto. And we obviously mentioned Monta and Soto over in the D1 side and how tough they are. So, you know, I really like Barrientos. Um, and then, of course, we got the undefeated Joe Scott. He's a returning New York State place finisher who's obviously been on the podium, but there's a few of these guys that I see that ha- they don't leave the section. And we- I talked about it last year. So it's kind of hard to necessarily, you know, judge where they might be against the rest of the state. That's why I love watch going to like Windsor where there's like eight sections represented or Eastern States or, I mean, the Southern tier tournament's obviously tough. Like it's hard to get a, a read on some of these guys, but Joe Scott is undefeated. Uh, he's a, a year stronger, a year more mature than he was last year. He's a New York State place finisher. So I, I'm not great? picking him. I'm not going to pick him to beat Barrientos. He's a 60, and I'm not picking him to beat Barrientos. But I, I honestly like Barrientos to, to make the finals. I know, I know as a Section 4 guy, that's probably not a favorite. But uh, Yeah, I mean, it's hard here. I mean, I've watched all these guys compete all yeah. year. And, and Val, like yeah. I said, I was beat, Val's beat him. Beat back with once, and he was right there to beat him a second time. So, I mean, there's a real good chance they could be two and two against each other. And even the sectional finals was a really good match. Um, so I mean, th- I guess it depends who, who you got coming out of the top side. I'm sticking with back, uh, back with. I mean, I don't yeah. know if I don't know if Cole beats ILO again. Um, I mean, obviously, he did it before, right? But uh, right, and he just beat did him at the end of last month. I'm sticking with back with, anyways. I mean, back with. Be Darren Florence this year, right? Mm, no. Who who's Darren Florence's lost to? I would if that's the case, I would I would be very, very surprised. You're a section four guy and you're telling me that you don't know Darren Florence lost to uh Maverick Beckwith? There's no way. There's no way. I think there's a there's way. There's no way I missed that. They practice. I mean they work out together in the off or in their Darren Florence team. lost to Maverick Beckwith six to four, tiebreaker one, and a dual meet against Norwich. December fourteenth, two thousand twenty-three. What? Yeah, I I knew it happened. I was beginning of the year, but uh, Clyde Cole. Well, he he beat. Oh, he Maverick lost at, him to Clyde Cole. Yeah, he beat him. He beat Maverick nine to four at the Clyde Cole, um, which would be one of Maverick's losses as well on the year. Yeah, pretty nuts. How did I miss and, that. Yeah, and actually, Florence beat Vols six to three at Clyde Cole. Yeah, that's who I'm going with up up top. And, I uh, am absolutely dumbfounded right now. I I'm gonna stick with Beckwith. How didn't I know that? All right. Well, <laughs> I look dumb. Anyways, so okay. yeah, Beckwith has a win over Florence. I, who's beating that? Come on now. Yeah, no. All right. Yeah, I'll take Beckwith up top, and I'm gonna stick with Vols down down low. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with Barrientos and uh, Beckwith. Understandably so. Beckwith for the yeah. state title. Yeah, sounds good. All right, D sixteen, D one, one sixteen. This one's this one's kind of a interesting one. Um, 
Gersoy is your number one seed. He uh, had the probably the match of the tournament last year, I would say. Um, he wrestled us. Uh, I'm blanking on the names on the tip of my tongue. Satriano. Satriano, thank you. In, yeah. the, in the state finals, and that was that was an awesome match. Um, Carlos Salazar from Hewlett is your two seed. Severino from Lindenhurst is your three. Donahue from Rocky Point is your four. Walpole from Long Beach is your five. And I'm gonna keep going because this, this weight class is actually really good. Zimmerman from St. Joseph Collegiate is your six, and Solinsky from Spencerport, who's a returning state place finisher, at yeah, your seventh. Zimmerman uh, is too, yeah. Yeah, sixth and seventh. There's yeah. a few. These, these are there's all these guys have beaten each other. Yeah, One and honestly, outside of Gersoy, and Braden Kellison, uh, he wrestled at Newfane last year. He didn't wrestle in the postseason last year, um, but uh, I honestly thought if he would have wrestled in the postseason last year, he would have been the Division Two champ uh, at the latest weight. What was that one on one still last year? Uh, the freaking weights change all the time. But uh, yeah, he he was he was really good last year for uh, for New Fame. But he's the tenth seed. Uh, he'll yeah. have Solinsky, like I said, that is a returning New York State place finisher from Spencerport, Section Five. But uh. I mean, Kersoy, Kersoy already beat Salazar six to nothing in the quarterfinals at the Eastern States. So, I mean, let's stick with PSAL to get their uh, get their state champ at this point. Yeah, this is where uh, this is where Ryan Farrar would have ended up. So I'm, I'm, I'm... oh yeah, that's true, isn't? It? Yeah, that hurts sucks. my soul. Hurts my soul. Yeah, but two seed, the three seed, the four seed, five seed are all from Long Island. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. Actually, is Zimmer is where St. Joseph's Collegiate is that on Long Island too? No, St. Joe's, I think. So. yeah, St. Joe's is by Buffalo. I'm pretty sure Zimmerman trains at uh KD six, Kellen Devlin's. Yep, uh, yep. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Man, this is all right. Fun... Moving up to division one, hundred and sixteen. Or unless you, you want to talk. What's up? Are you taking Gersoy? Yeah, I'm taking Gersoy. Yeah, I think I'm gonna take Gersoy. I too. did not take him last year because I'm pretty sure it took uh, Satriano. Yeah, and, I think uh, we both took Satriano and made us, and like we both thought because remember, like it was kind of like that weight last year was so tough, and I was like, "How are you both taking Satriano?" Yeah, well, yeah, I took Satriano over Danilo last year, and then yeah. I took him over. Yep. All right, 116 pounds, Division Two. We've got the returning New York State champ, Darren Florence, at the one seed. The two seed, we got Logan Bellis. Tioga, returning New York State place finisher, returning finalist rather. The three C we got Brock Frederick. Four C we got Gray or Talon Kimball, Trey's little brother. Five C we got Adam Munns of BVS. So uh, seeds three, four, and five are all from section three. Um, yeah. So this weight, like I said, Darren Florence is the returning back-to-back New York State champ. Right? He's going for his third. Yes, going for his third. Yeah, yeah. So. uh you know, uh, Bellis, I, we had talked about it last week. He's a returning New York State finalist. Uh, it's a two seed, but he took third last year or last weekend at sectional, section four. Um, yeah. but he was, like I said, section four, E2 gets three reps. So he lost and he was able to come back and win and then took a third. So now he's at the two seed. And, yeah, and it was, it was, it was a good, uh, gut check moment for Logan last week. Uh, you know, he lost to, to Trevor uh, Middendorf from Newark Valley uh, in overtime. And it was, I mean, <clears throat> it was the most, like, kind of like a generic upset you would see. Like, 
the underdog just kind of keeps picking away and picking away and gets a takedown late in the third to send it to OT. And then, I mean, it kind of seemed like Bellis was a little, a little too tired and had a hard time uh, scrambling through positions where he normally wouldn't uh, and gave up a takedown in overtime. And then for third, uh, it was a 1-0 going into the third period. <clears throat> and Logan's tough on top. He's very tough on top. And uh, Middendorf took neutral. Logan ended up with a takedown and then a couple of turns to pull away. So uh, definitely was able to get it back the way he was supposed to. Um, yeah. Um, and then, of course, Hoffman, he's the other Section 4 rep at this weight from Odessa Montour. Walkins yeah, Glenn. And he, and he beat up. Uh, I guess I, I don't want to say he beat up Middendorf, but he was up. I want to say it was like 8-0. to zero before he kind of got himself into a bad position on Middendorf. So, I mean, that quarterfinal, I mean, I'm picking that to be your quarterfinal. Uh, I'm not taking anything away from the Porsche Jefferson, uh, Chase Davis kid. He's going to be tough, but I, I'm taking Hoffman and Bellis in that quarter. And honestly, I think I'm going to take Hoffman to win the match. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say Hoffman lost to Bellis twice this year. His three losses are to Bellis, Bellis, and Darren Florence. So, yeah, Hoffman's tough. Um, One thing I wanted to say was, uh, Brock Frederick, he's 32 and 0 on the year. He was 29 and 1 last year before going 1 and 2 at the States. He lost to Florence last year 3 to nothing. Uh, 13 to nothing, excuse me, got majored. But, uh, I mean, if he's, is he battle tested for the, for this year? I don't, I don't know. Um, just looking at some of the, his results, a lot of them are in, in section results, I guess. Uh, but he's a three seed. He's obviously got the potential to, to make the finals. I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie, but I just don't know if he's quite battle-tested or not. Um, that'll be determined. And then, of course, Dylan Depew Cappadoni of Canisteo Greenwood, the 13th seed, is my dark horse because his name's Dylan. Could have went with Dylan Newman at the 6th seed, but I'm only choosing one Dylan. So he's my uh, – <laughs> like like I said, uh, I mean, Talon Kimball's tough. He's young. He's an 8th grader. He was on my junior high team at the TI Duels. Tough kid. And then there's the other uh, Section 3 kid, VVS kid, at 5. But, you know, Canisteo Greenwood, he's 43-2. Yeah. Uh, he's tough. I think he I think he can make a semis as the 13th seed. Sweet. Yeah, I actually – I agree with you. I really like the Dylan DePue kid. I've watched him wrestle a couple of times. Uh, he's yeah. tough, and I, 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 I agree. I think he is going to make that semi. Yep. So uh, that's what I'm going to – I'm going to go with him as my dark horse. And uh, I wouldn't be shocked if he makes a semis to wrestle Florence. But I think Florence gets uh, bonus points. Going through the tournament, the bonuses in the finals too. Yeah. And I, honestly, I don't know. I mean, the section four. I mean, if he's going to wrestle a uh, section four kid, if he wrestles Bellis, I mean, Bell, he probably knows how Bellis wrestles. Um, you know how it, Florence came out strong last year against Gavin Magnano, and then yep. Magnano kind of picked him, started picking him apart a little bit. Yeah, he got a little tired. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the finals interaction between him and his coach was super funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I'm going to pick Florence to uh, win his third state title. Yeah, same here. All right. So, D1, 124. Here we go. This one's going to be a good one. I'm excited. Uh, honestly, I say that about almost every weight class so far. <laughs> this weekend's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> 124. So we got two state champs in this weight, three returning finalists, starting with your number one seed, Matthew Marlowe from Northport. Number two seed, Luke Satriano from Valley Central. We talked about him a couple times today. Anthony Clem from Wontaz, your three. Shane Dobbins from Plain Edge is your four. 
Dylan Eric from Arlington is your five. Tamogamau from Indian River is your six. I'm gonna stop there for now. But those, I mean, that's a really, really tough top six. Yeah. The one seed Marlowe beat the four seed Dobbins four to one at Eastern States. The two seed Satriano beat the three seed Clem five to zero at Eastern States. And Clem is three and one over Dobbins this year, as they are both Nassau County boys. Is Marlo uh, and Satriano? Up. Did Marlo and Satriano wrestle? No, I want to see Satriano lost to I can't pronounce the guy's name. I don't think he's an in-state guy. We'll determine that in a second. Uh, Sonati? San, San, yeah, Sonati. There's Brentsville. He's a Virginia kid. And then Marlowe beat that Virginia kid 6-1. to one. So, Actually, Satriano got pinned in 59 seconds against that kid. He, was, he had to have gotten caught or something. Yeah, I've got to imagine. So Satriano ended up taking fourth. Lost to Santi again uh, for third and fourth. So... Yeah. Let's determine how he did on that match. Nine to he lost 9-5 to five to him the second time they wrestled. So, obviously, that kid is tough. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Um. So, the five seeds losses are to Clem, 3-2, to two, and Satriano, 6-0. to zero. And then, of course, we said uh, Gamal is a six seed. His lone loss in the bracket is to Dobbins, 8-3. to three. Yeah. So, looking at the weight... Uh, it's crazy to think about Marlowe. Is he a two-time state champ and he's 38 and five? Yeah, he got five losses. That's kind of yeah. He's a couple of them are to McNano, which we'll talk about yeah. in a few minutes. But uh yeah, that's it's kind of crazy. And then of course we got Satriano down there at the two seed. Um, it's kind of hard to look at the result that he had at Eastern States. It's not that hard, I guess, but you know, and kind of have to, to choose him over Marlowe, but I might just stick with Marlowe as a safe bet to to win a state title, but uh, this weight's tough. I mean, like we said, two returning New York State champs, returning um, finalists, or three returning finalists. Um, but, but you know, Satriano and Clem are probably going to see each other. And like I mentioned, Satriano beat him five to nothing at Eastern States in the Conti semis. So, yeah, you know what? Give me Satriano to go back to back. Yeah, I like that. Back I'm, I'm back. going with Satriano, too, because I stuck with him last year. So I'm going to ride that wave out. Let's go. Yeah. But hopefully uh, Gamo gets on the podium. Uh, Indian River kid, North Country kid. Um, well, I didn't really mention uh, Dylan Eric too much. Uh, he's a KD Let's Win kid. Uh, section yep. 1, 49-2. He, uh, he's obviously going to make make some waves as well. Yeah, he's really good. Um, yeah. He lost the two tough kids at Eastern States, and those are his lone two blemishes on the year. So. This Nothing is one of the weights where the quarterfinals are going to be amazing. Yeah, Gamal versus Clem, which I'm pretty sure I mentioned Clem teched Gamal last year. Uh, but yeah, then you got Richard Wood, which I'm pretty sure is a New York State place finisher last year against Satriano. He's 42 and one. Yeah. And then uh, Shane Dobbins will probably have Mason Mangliano uh, in his second or in his first match. And then just to, to reach Dylan Eric. And up top, Nico Rivera versus Victor Banda of Section 9. Winner will have Matthew Marlowe returning two-time New York State champ. Let's go. Yeah, going with Satriano. Same. Moving up, moving up to D two, hundred twenty-four pounds. This weight is is unreal as well. Uh, so we got Christopher Noto <laughs> of HFL Section Five as a one seed. The two seed we have Chase Nevels returning New York State champ. Three seed Caden Barrientos of Lewiston Porter. Four seed Caleb Cole of Unitago Unadilla Valley. Five seed Landon Schaefer of Deposit Hancock, 
And sixth seed, we got Chris Colon. The seventh seed, Gene Edwards. The eighth seed, Ashton Haley. The ninth seed, Finnegan O'Brien. Tenth seed, Trevor De La Penta. All right, so I might stop there, but it's kind of crazy to think about because Noto placed the states last year. Neville's state champ. Barrientos obviously missed out on the postseason. Caleb Poole placed the states last year. Schaefer took sixth at the sectionals last year. Yeah, that kid's making some big jumps. Chris Cologne placed the states. Gene Edwards, Ashton Haley, they placed the states. Trevor, Trevor De La Penta placed the states last year in D1. He's now in D2. And uh, Finn O'Brien yeah, is the ninth seed. Uh, he was a Super 32 middle school champ two years ago, and he took second at Eastern States last uh, this year, losing three to nothing to Gersoy at 116. He's the nine seed, dude. What? Crazy. So Chris Noto is one seed. He beat Neville's seven to one at Windsor, and he beat the three seed Barrientos seven to one at the beginning of the year. Two seed University of Virginia commit Chase Neville's beat Schaefer 16 to five. Uh, three seed Barrientos, he beat Haley. Four to two and uh, Cologne seven to four at Eastern States. Caleb Cole, he beat Cologne seven to five at Mountain Duels. That was a big one for him. Chris Cologne beat Edwards eight to five at Eastern States. And uh, yeah, so seven returning New York State place finishers. Uh, O'Brien and Noto could meet in the quarters, and they actually wrestled last year. Noto beat O'Brien five to four at Eastern States. So five four at Eastern States. Dude, this and is going to be an cool. unpopular opinion unless you're from Long Island, but I might, might just go with O'Brien just to make a big upset and say, hey, I called that. Dude, I, I'm I'm feeling it. It's it, he, he almost gives off the vibes. Like, I think last year I, I said Magnano. I wouldn't be shocked if Magnano won a state title. Could be wrong, but I, I knew that kid was tough. And I've been high on O'Brien. Obviously, he missed out on last year postseason, but um, give me O'Brien. Yeah, you know what? Give me. Give me O'Brien in the finals. Yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy to think about, but uh, give me O'Brien. Give me Chase Nevels over O'Brien. Nassau County up top. Give me him in the finals against uh, Chase Nevels. But during the wait, I'm going to say Chase Nevels probably runs into Gene Edwards in the quarterfinals. But Gene Edwards versus Della Penta, like I mentioned, they're both returning New York State place finishers. They're going to be wrestling first round. And then, of course, we have Caden Barrientos. You know, most likely we'll see Chris Cologne in the quarterfinals. Again, Barrientos beat him seven to four. Schaefer and Cole will be another rematch. That'll be in the quarter, the quarterfinals up top between the five and the four seed. Most likely. I mean, Owen Clark does have something to say. So, I mean, I think a section four kid's going to come out of that that quarter regardless. Yeah. And then like, right. like and then Finnegan O'Brien and Haley. I mean, that's a, a Haley's a returning New York State place finisher. O'Brien's not. I mean, that's uh that's a crappy spot to be in, I guess. About the ninth seed making it to the finals. It's crazy. It's a good pick. Yeah. You know what's crazier? What? Nine seed winning. Nine seed winning the whole thing. Okay. Yeah. For Neville's. Yeah. For the okay. MOW of the weekend. Yeah, he definitely would deserve the MOW if he does that. But yeah, that, like I said, that weight's got seven New York State place finishers. Crazy weight. Insanity. All right. Mm-hmm. D1, 131. Number one seed, Samson McKissick-Stale from Pittsford. 35-1. and one. Two seed, Joe Clem from Wontaw. Three seed, Vincent Tripaldi from Islander Prep. 
Four seed Jacob Hanlon from uh, Averill Park. Five seed Neil Polarico or Polaricio. One of those two are right. From Briarcliff, Brian Hills. And six seed Taylor Brewery from Saratoga. Yeah. So Hanlon beat Brewery in the sectional finals. Brewery's returning state place finisher. Kripaldi beat uh, Massaro uh, in the Catholic state championship uh, thing that they had last weekend, uh, the, the qualifier. And Massaro placed the states last year. So Tripaldi beat him, um, stopping him from making it to Albany again. But yeah, so Mick Sick, Staley, and Tripaldi wrestled each other in the finals. It was a four seed versus a three seed at the Eastern States. It was won by Mick Sick, Staley. Uh, Mick Sick, Staley actually beat Joseph Clem four to one in the semis, which I was there. Uh, I was mad side. I was like, holy crap, this kid from Pittsburgh is tough. Um, you know, I kind of remembered him. He placed at States last year. Um, I think he wrestled Clem last year at States as well, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, yeah, so uh, Tripaldi beat Hanlon uh, at Eastern States 6-5. to five. Um, So that's Tripaldi's a 3C, Clem's a 2, Mixix Daly's the 3, or the 1, I'm sorry, excuse me, the 1. Uh, six seed Beery and 11 seed Gugliano both are returning New York State place finishers. They're meeting in the first match. So another wow. weight where two returning place finishers are meeting first first match, not necessarily first round. Clem beat Samson McKissick Staley at States last year in the quarterfinals, three to two. Yeah. So, I mean, that was a close match. So I guess it's not too shocking that he beat him at the Eastern States this year. But, uh, I mean, the way he did it, I was kind of shocked. Mixick Daly, Mixick Daly, kind of went on a run and looked tough at Eastern States. Yeah, I beat Tripaldi nine to one, and like I mentioned, Tripaldi's a three seed, so he's got wins over the one and the the two and three seed. Yeah, uh, the Miller place is tough too. He's forty four yeah. and four. Jake Nito of Plain Edge is pretty tough too. I think him and Clem. I'm not mistaken. Clem beat Nito four to two the past two times they've wrestled, and they are probably going to see each other in the quarterfinals. So, I mean, four to two, two different times. Uh, I don't know how the matches obviously went, but um, it's going. It could go either way. The state tournament. Well, <laughs> well welcome to Albany. The Clems know that. Um, yeah, they do. That being said, though, I'm taking Joe Clem to get on the get, get a state title. Yeah. He's due. Like I said, I think last year we said he's due. The last um, two years, man. I mean, think about the year before when him and his brother both lost in the semis, like back-to-back in Heartbreakers. Yeah. And now this year it's, you know, I mean, not that it's going to be the same story, but this year, I mean, I just, I, I feel like one of them got to get one done. And um, Clint Anthony is in a much, I think it's a much tougher weight class. So I'm taking Joe to try to get the job done for the fam. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna take. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll take Clem to make the final, or yeah, make the finals. I'm gonna stick with Samson McSix Staley though, because uh, not just because he's the one seed, and not because he's beat him, but I was at Eastern States when he beat him, and the way he beat him, uh, was kind of impressive. He's a tough kid. I like that kid. Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, McSix Staley. Um, but this weight, like I mentioned, it's got Clem, uh, Yuri Gugliano. Uh, Mixix Daily, so a bunch of uh, returning state place finishers as well. 
And uh, yeah, like I said, watch out for Nito though. He's a, the lost four to two to Clem two different times. Um, he's tough from plain edge. Moving up to 131 pounds, Division Two, we have Gavin McNano, the one seed from Shoreham Wading River, 47 and one on the year. The two seed, we have Carmine Calamari of Southwestern. Three seed, Jaden Duncanson of Tioga. Four seed, Justin Mullis of Hudson Falls. The five seed, Eswar Ordornez of Putnam Valley. Six seed, we have Scott Nicolella of Dwaynesburg, Skaharie. And the seven, we have Zach Brooks. So the two seed is Cal, Carmine Calamari. He 43 and five. Uh, he beat Duncanson earlier in the year. Duncanson probably would have avenged that loss at the Windsor tournament, but Duncanson was, I think, sick or hurt or something like that. So he didn't wrestle at Windsor. But I'm going to pick Duncanson to make the finals here. Um, and honestly, I'm going to pick the winner of seven versus 10, Zach Rooks or Santino Tubio, the 10 seed from the Central Valley. Whoever wins that match is going to knock off Carmine Calamari, the two seed, to make the semis against Jaden. Yeah, you know and, what? And somebody's I, getting somebody's getting cradled after that. Yeah, Jaden Jaden might cradle his way through the finals. That's a good he's possibility. Really, he's really good at that cradle. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, and I don't think we're telling anybody any secrets. Magnano was a returning New York State runner-up. He lost to Florence last year, like we mentioned. Made that match pretty close. Colton Kelly, he took seventh last year. Eswar Dornez took eighth. Duncanson took third. Calamari <laughs> took seventh. Um, Duncanson, remember, he... Also lost like match one or two last year and battled in won six matches straight to take third. I don't know if that last year was shot, right too all by pin. What's up? All by pin. Yeah, I think they're all pins. Yeah, and he beat. All, they lost to uh, like Cole Hackley maybe of uh, collegiate uh, AIS. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. So, yeah, anything obviously can happen. Uh, Magnano's lone blemish on his uh, season is to his teammate Cologne three to two. Um, like I mentioned, McNano beat Marlowe two different times this year. So that's impressive. Justin Mullis beat Ordentinez 11-5, and they beat Tubia 4-2, both at Eastern States. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to go with Duncanson over the winner of Brooks and Tubia because I think the winner of Brooks and Tubia is going to knock off Hardmine Calamari. Um, it's just my, I mean, because Brooks actually, actually uh, Tubia beat Homer kid and the Homer kid beat uh Homer kid lines actually beat uh Carmine at Windsor, I think. So little transit of property, the math teacher would be proud. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go Jaden in the finals, and uh I think I'm I'm a little biased, so I'm taking Jaden to beat Mangano in the finals. Um I also want to mention Abdul's Jamil Zagout from Unadilla Unadilla Valley. Um uh, he's tough. He's gritty. I I like the way he wrestles. Um, <clears throat> I'm not saying he's gonna win this, win the quarterfinals or anything like that. But does I, he have I a do. gas tank? Yes. Okay. Well, Colton Kelly also has gas tank, and he won several matches last year at the states. I think he won two matches in like overtime because his motor was pretty impressive. Uh, like I said, he sits 32 and four this year, and he actually has uh, like I said, placed the states last year, but he is a uh, Four losses are to some tough kids. Um, he lost it to Mugamo, I think, once or twice. But yeah, tough kid. Yeah, those that's gonna be another one of those first round matches that everybody's got to watch out for. Yeah, they really shouldn't put Holden Kelly and Holden Kelly 
um, you know, right. next because to each other on the bracket. Kind of confusing. Yeah, I don't disagree. Uh, Kelly is 38 and two from Perry, uh, by the way. So he's above Colt Kelly. So don't get them confused if you're looking at the bracket. But yeah, no, Zag out and Kelly actually will be a good first match, um, I think. Mm, I'm going to, yeah, sorry to set my pick. Who's your finals pick? Yeah, finals pick. I already said Duncanson. I said it's going to beat Rooks or Tubia, and Magnano is going to win a state title. I think, I don't, I mean, that's just my pick. Right. I'm that's going, fair. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Magnano. He, he wrestled Florence really tough last year, and I think I picked him last year to win a state title anyway. So, all right. So we I'll, got to uh, take this section four. I'll take my red shirt off for this match. Yeah. You don't have a red shirt. I don't have a red shirt. Nowhere inside do I have a red shirt. <laughs> um, all right. So D one one thirty eight. Yeah. A number one seed Luke Nito from Plain Edge, forty seven and one on the season. Number two seed Amir Avezov from, from James Madison, PSAL. Three seed is Joseph Tornumby from Yorktown. Four seed is Cameron Howard from Bellport. Five seed is Leo Mangiello from Sayville. Six seed Chris Holmes from Northport. Actually, I'll go seven seed. Kale Reigns is also good. He's from uh, Churchville, Trilac. Yeah, Reigns is tough. Uh, so Shea actually was, he won the Catholics uh, state championships for my own prep, and he was a scratch. He wasn't in the seating meeting. He got hurt just before. I think they replaced him. Not sure. I can't remember the email that I saw. But yeah, the one seed, Luke Nito, beat the two seed, Vazov of PSAL. Four third place, nine to five at Eastern States. And like you mentioned, Tornaby from Yorktown, he, I think he, I don't know if he plays the States last year. I, I want to say he plays the States two years ago. Um, I th- I'm pretty sure he's a returning state place finisher, but he pinned Nito at Eastern States. Then Avazov beat Tornaby, and then Nito beat Avazov. So I think that's how that seating is played out because uh, it's a kind of a three way thing as well between Tornaby beat, pinning Nito. Nito's only loss on the year is to Tornaby. If I'm not well, mistaken. That's kind of a that makes this yeah. class a little bit more fun. Yeah. And Cam Howard, he's an eighth grader from um Bellport, I think. Uh he is a returning New York State place finisher, placed as a seventh grader and coming from Long Island. And uh, he's undefeated and he should probably have a familiar foe in the the quarterfinals because I'm pretty sure he's wrestling. He would have probably a Mongelio of Saville, some section eleven kids. Yeah, but of course, there's a lot of guys that bad from Carthage. Um, Shea, yeah, Shea's not bad. He's a tough kid. Looking at this, uh, William Wood from Brockport's not bad. I think Holm actually plays the Eastern States as well as the sixth seed. You guys are hearing feedback. I apologize. No, no yeah, no, you're good. Uh, so yeah, Nito. So as Shea actually, um, beat a vase off six to three. So like I said, Shea being out of this bracket is kind of big because I think he would have been the one seed. Um, he took second at Eastern States. Well, like I said, Nito beat Evasov for third and fourth, and that's where they're sitting in that bracket because of that. What are my picks, you must ask? I'm going with Cam Howard, the four seed, um, to make a run in the finals up top. Ooh. And down low, going with Evasov. Watched Evasov at Fargo. It's tough. He's another PSAL kid. PSAL's doing some good things down there. I... Think he's gonna make the finals at the two seed. Um you know what? Give me his yeah, give me a vase off that won the whole damn thing. You know why I'm picking the vase off? Because it sounds European and I yeah. like European wrestlers. So uh yeah, James Madison has a few of those. Uh 
give me a base off. Foreign type names. It's awesome. Yeah, I'm going with a base off. The base off over. I'm going to go base off over Howard, yeah. Sweet. Let's go. Uh, So moving up to Division Two, 138 pounds. All right. We talked about this the weights. My, this this weight has cool. three New York state champions in this weight. The one seed from Mount Sinai, Braden Farbach. Two seed, Jordan Jocelyn of Chautauqua Lake. The three seed, Gianni Silvestri of Tioga. The four seed, Trevor Bishop of Tamarack, the five-seed, Patrick Grimsey of Lowville, six-seed, Cade Sands, Madison, seventh-seed, Jacob McVig of Hanoi Falls, Lima, eighth-seed, eighth Aiden Gillings of Newfane. Um, so I'll stop right there, I guess. But the top eight seeds, um, crazy, because the eighth-seed is actually uh, returning near state finalist. He lost to Farbach last year in the, in the state finals. So looking at it, I don't the app that. state commit, Braden Farbach is a 2023 New York State champ at 132. He beat Gillings 9-5 at Eastern States. The two seed, like I mentioned, uh, Jocelyn, he's an Army West Point commit. He was a state champ last year at 126, beating um, Gianni Silvestri. And on this year, he beat uh, McVig 10-6, and he beat Gillings 6-4. I mentioned Gianni Silvestri. He's a two-time New York State champ. from uh, I think he's committed to Harvard. Um, took second last year to Jocelyn, but he beat McVig 16 to six this year at Windsor. Then of course, Bishop took third last year. Um, Patrick Grimsey took fifth last year at 132. He lost to Gianni at Windsor this year, three to zero. Cade Sands took fourth last year, at 118. He beat McVig this year, four to two. McVig took fourth last year at States. He beat Gillings 15 to three at Windsor. I remember that match very well as well. And then of course, Gillings is behind McVig um, because McVig's at seven. So he is at the eight spot as a New York state runner up. So the potential um, we could see quarterfinal match if Gillings wins. Uh, he'll have Farbach. And that obviously is a, could be a, a rematch of the state finals last year where Farbach won six to four. And of course, down low Silvestri and Jocelyn, the two and three seeds, that could be another rematch of last year's state finals in the semis this year. Last year, Jocelyn won six to four as well. And then the ninth or the 12th seed, Clancy of Saranac, he plays last year, making that nine guys in the bracket who have been on the podium in Albany. That's nuts. That is unbelievable. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure there's another weight that we're going to talk about that has nine, nine or 10 guys. But yeah, yeah that's just, it's unreal. Yeah. Dude, so. We're going to have two, I think we're going to have two state finals rematches before the state finals. Yeah, I, I'm i going to call it two. I mean, I think Gillings beats Boyce, uh, and he's going to wrestle Farbach yeah. in the quarterfinals. And Gillings, have... Gillings can't sleep on Boyce, though. I mean, Boyce, Boyce is very good positionally, and if there's something that Gillings is not good against, it's very good positional wrestlers. Yeah, I know. I mean, he's he's gonna throw the kitchen sink at you. Um, yeah, and you you might just throw him in, throw it back at him. You know what I mean? Like it's, I'm pretty sure that's what happened against McVig. Like he had a few big, uh, big scoring points or uh, big scoring moves, and McVig stopped him and scored a bunch of points himself. So, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't be shocked if Boyce wins that match. I I do want to see Gillings and Farbach. Um, you know, the last time Farbach lost was 2022. Two, Tyler, Tyler. yes, sir. Back on the D1 side, 
right? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I would like to see Patrick Grimsey make the semis, um, beating Trevor Bishop. But, uh, you know, like I said, Grimsey's own loss, lone loss on the year is to uh, Gianni. And Grimsey beat Gillings at the uh, uh, Windsor tournament. So, either way, I'm going to go with Farbuck up top. But I think I'm going to pick Grimsey. I think I don't, I don't think I picked him to make the semis last year. And uh, this year, I'm going to make, I'm going to pick him. But I do like Trevor Bishop from Tamarack, tough kid. Yeah, and then go. down low, I'm going with Gianni Silvestri. Man, let's go ahead and do the Section 4 stuff first. Listen, I'm going to go with Gianni Silvestri to win the whole damn thing. God, you're supposed to let me do the Section 4 thing first. No, no. Come I on. Did All right, you send it then. I'm se- I se- I'm sending it. I sent it before you sent it. You just sent it before me. <laughs> Gianni right. over Farbach in the finals. Gianni over – yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. Um, but I wanted to make it a point first. Yeah. But either I'm, way, in the quarterfinals, we could see Farbach versus Gillings. You know, obviously, if the seeds play true, um, uh, that'd be a finals match from last year. Then we could see Grimsey versus Bishop, of course, if the seeds stay true. Um, and Silvestri versus Sands. And uh, then How we would have Cade, like. Listen. How does Cade Sands have 59 matches this year? That's nuts. I, that's got to be the most in the ter- in the tournament, right? Yeah, and we talked about that last year. Like, how does somebody have 57? Because uh, we were like, oh, yeah, they'll have 60 matches. I think it was Taven McDonald, actually. Another yeah, Section 5 right. kid. Um, yeah, it's nuts. It's just I mean, crazy. Kudos to him, 58 wins and one loss. Like, that's awesome. But, man, that's a lot of matches. Can you name his loss? No. Yeah, me neither. I can find it. Let's see uh, here. It is Chris Holm from Northport at Eastern States. I was just going to say, Sands took eighth. That's the one that I was actually confused about. It was Kate Sands. How do you think eight has one loss? I know that's why I'm. I'm I, I mean, he might not actually be the one because he might have. Yeah, he lost to Chris Holm twelve to two, twelve to seven. Yeah, and he beat Kale Rains from Churchill Twilight, Colin Shear in this weight class. He beat uh, Shay Sinatier from Carthage. He pinned him. Yeah, he got beat by Avasov, uh medical forfeit. Okay, so he he made the uh, he did the the Conti of four. Uh, slide. He, he won a few matches on the backside and then uh, injury defaulted. Oh, so those, ma- those matches didn't count as a loss. Yeah. Why? Shit. That's probably not one of the ones that I'm thinking of, though, because I, I looked on track. But regardless, um, we got to the bottom of it. And now moving on to 145 D1. 145 D1. Oh, I like this weight class. All right. Your number one seed. Liam Carlin from Burnt Hills. He's your returning state finalist. Lost to Tyler Ferrara. Number yes, two sir. seed, Mason Ketchum from Washingtonville. Number three seed, Daniel Parker from Ithaca. Number four seed, Tashawn Matthews from Niagara Wheatfield. Five seed, Anthony Avitabili. That's how I was going to say it. I apologize if I butchered your name sir east islip 43 and one and another oh this one's from islip jared yeah Spain. east islip east side yeah so spawn jared spawn i'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce it he's the sixth seed and availability of east islip is the five seed well spawn placed last year at the state tournament but lost to availability of uh East Islip. So it's Islip versus East Islip crime in the, the uh, county finals. And uh, 
availability from East Islip. Eat him. Uh, Tayshawn Max. Yeah, Tayshawn Matthews is a returning state place finisher. And like you mentioned, Liam Carlin, returning state finalist. Uh, potential semis is Ketchum, um, Ketchum and Parker, the two and three seeds. Ketchum beat Parker 14 to five and then four to three at Eastern States. Both of those were at Eastern States. Um, Parker closed the gap on him the second time. Parker did beat the returning New York State place finisher and the four seed. Matthews, like I mentioned, returning state place finisher early in the season. And uh, yeah, so I mean, he'll have to likely beat another returning state place finisher, Spawn, who is a six seed, uh, to get a rematch with Ketchum. Give yep. me Dan Parker in the finals. There's that section for sure. Yes, sir. Yeah, buddy. Um, yeah, I mean, if he closes the gap like he did against Ketchum, yeah, I I can't see why not. But uh, dude, catch if Ketchum makes the finals, that's another Section Nine kid that makes the finals. And I didn't even talk about Ketchum to uh in the you know the preview about Section Nine kids. What's crazy is like it's not just one team this year. No, I know. Like, I mean, Minnesota Valley obviously all their the, teams. Yeah, they started the ball, and then of course, <clears> you know. Each team has some of their studs. So Minnesota Valley obviously has a, a full, full slate of studs. But oh yeah, um, sure. Washingtonville adding to the mix is is impressive too. They got, I mean, Washingtonville's got two kids in this weight class. Yeah, Goldberg. I, I'm gonna go with uh, Liam Carlin and yeah, I don't know. I want to see Logan Munn beat Spawn, but I, 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 yeah, Parker's probably a safe bet to make the semis. I'm gonna go with Ketchum. I'm going to stay basic. It's not a very you're good pick at all. You're chalky. You know what? Yeah, I know. There's a few of these weights that I wish that, like, some kids were at the other side of the bracket. Because I, I wish they were. Carlin's losses? Griff LaPlante. Okay. That's that's fair. It's understandable. That's, that's the where it stops right there. Actually, so I, okay. I want to see he wrestled 52 the at the. Uh, Liam Carlin took third at. Yeah, he lost the Griffle plant five to nothing at the uh, Eastern State semifinals. And he also lost to him, I think, at Super 32 because I was there for it. Was it Super 32? Yeah, I think it was Super 32. But yeah, Carlin beat Griner for third and fourth. Uh, Menacing Valley kid, that's really tough. Who's his I'm going to go with uh, Carlin to win the whole thing as the one seed, which is, you know. I watched him at, at uh, Oneana. Is he good? Yeah, he's pretty good. It's forty and three on the year. I don't like. I said, I don't know the other two losses without looking at a CNY profile picture. Profile. I'm almost there. Here we go. Let's see. Losses are to. They're both of the Powerade tournament, and one of them was in tiebreakers, and yeah. the other one was to Zach Bellanty, who's tough. Yeah. So they don't even count clearly. Yeah. There, there was a few actually that I was looking at too that uh either lost to Powerade or Beast of the East. As again, those don't really count. They're not in state ones, so um, there's not much to talk about in that as far as that goes. All right, Dude, moving I'm up to sure. hold on, hold on, hold on. What's your picks? He has all bonus point wins outside of Eastern States and Powerade. Damn. So yeah, I was I was trying to find a way to where I could realistically be like, all right, Danny Parker, but I, I'm sorry, Danny Liam Carlin over Danny in the finals. So Carlin gets some revenge on a section four kid in the state finals. That's what you're telling me. I hope Danny rips a headlock and sticks him. <laughs> All <laughs> right, moving up to division two, 145 pounds. 
We've got Casper Stewart, Attica Batavia as the one seed. Welcome to Division Two, Casper. The two seed, we have Kieran and Cullen of Greenville, Section Two. The three seed, Tyler Rowe, Tioga. Four seed, Riley Monica. Five seed, Aiden Buttery, Buttery of Newfane. Six seed, we got Ethan Coleman of Portville. Seventh seed, Cooper Reed of oh. Central Valley. And I'll stop there. But uh, actually, the ninth seed, we have Colton Havens. He's pretty tough. Eight seed, Matt Berry. Those are, I mean, there's the top nine here are, are very solid. Um, this was another weight that we've got a lot of returning state place finishers. So the returning 2023 place finishers, Casper Stewart placed in Division One, And we also have Colton Havens, Aiden Buttery, Deacon Bailey, Cooper Reed, Kiernan Cullen, and then guys that placed in 2022 but did not place last year, Tyler Rowe, Kyle Barber, and Ethan Pullman. So, you know, do the math. There's nine state place finishers, and could have missed one. I don't really know. But, yeah, Casper Stewart beat Havens 3-0 to zero in the Super Sectionals, the, qualifi- the state qualifier, and that could be a quarterfinal match. Like I mentioned, uh, he's up top at the ninth seed. And then Cullen beat Haven six to four, and he beat Cooper Reed three to one uh, to finish uh, fourth at Eastern States. And both of Cullen's guys are to D one guys that are very tough as well. So Cullen's actually he, he's tough. I mean, I watched him at Eastern States, and I was looking just at the at the uh, bracket. I'm like, eh, who does he beat? But looking at his um, looking at his profile, he's he's got some good wins. Yeah, Buttery um, lost. Buttery actually beat Row one to zero, and he has split with Coleman this month. He lost four to two, and he won by pin. So I don't really know how to read that one either. I'm going Kieran and Cullen over Casper Stewart for a state championship. Ooh, blocks uh Stewart again. What is, has Stewart placed like every year? Uh, maybe not every year. He's he's I, I think he's a six time Section Five champ. Yeah, I mean he's really good. I'd absolutely. Yeah. If he wins, it's probably obviously expected, but I'm just, I'm going with, I'm going with Karen Cullen. All right. Yeah. So, uh, four seed Monica, his best win this year is over the Tayshawn Matthews, four to two at the Kenneth Haynes tournament. Um, I'm not going to, he's probably going to place, but yeah, he's not beating Casper Stewart. I'm going to go with Casper Stewart to win, and I hope he rips a headlock. I hope he just headlocks everybody because I watched him at Fargo and it's pretty enjoyable to watch, especially when he beat, when he should have beat Joel Adams. Yeah, I mean, too soon. Headlock was a lot of fun. Yep, makes it. I got there. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with Casper over Colin, but wouldn't be totally shocked if uh, free seed comes out of it either. All right, D one one fifty two. Cameron Catcherbone, the Shuey, forty and one has only lost to the PJ Duke this year. Number two seed Jesse Van Orden, forty two and two from Wanta. Number three seed, Griffin LaPlante from St. Francis, formerly Star Point, 48-4 on the season. Four seed, Jason Kwok from Brentwood. Five seed, Lou Griner from Minnesota Valley. Uh, I think that's a pretty solid top five. Um, I think that Catcherbone, I, I don't want to say next topic, but, I mean, it's he's he's really good. Yeah, the Michigan commit. Uh, I mean, it would be cool to do another shoey if he did something crazy. But Jesse Van Orden was a two seed last year as well, um, and he wrestled tough, Cam yeah. tough last year. I, I think I predicted Van Orden to make the finals last year. He got beat by Renzo Montalvo. Yeah, but Van Orden, I do believe, took third. 
Um, but then we have Eastern States champ in 2022 New York State place finisher Griff Plant, and we also have Fargo All American Jason Wake. Uh, Brentwood. Wake. Hey, I don't know. I feel like somebody's corrected me, and I forgot exactly what it was. So somebody can correct me, I guess, in Albany. My, my apologies. Quake did. I'm going to go with Quake. So Quake did pin uh, Griner in the semis at Eastern States. And like you mentioned, that's likely a quarters between the four and the five seed. Uh, Quake's lone loss is to LaPlante in the finals at Eastern States, five to one. So Quake is one of uh, KD's kids, actually. So I should have probably reached out to KD and asked him. So either way, hashtag let's win. So let's give me, give me Catcherbone over Griff in the finals. Yeah, that's that's what I like too. I mean, I like Griff. He's a tenth grader. Um, his time's coming, and Griff and Catchbone practice a lot together over in KD Six, Kellen Devlin's crew, um, yeah. over in the barn, the plants barn. So, yeah, I like uh, I like Griff, and uh, but I, I think it's going to be another year of Cam winning. I got a little sleeper for a podium spot for Lucas Mosier, Horseheads. Okay, I've really seen out of him this year. I think he's yeah. got a shot. Just a sneak on the podium. I'm not saying he's going to go take top three or anything crazy, but uh, I think I could see him get on the podium. Yeah. Uh, Anthony LaFaro of Ossining, uh, he's a tough kid, 46 and five. Uh, my kid wrestled him. Uh, he, I mean, he beat him, but he's, he's a very strong kid, tough kid. Shane Moore is obviously not bad either at the 11 seed. Um, he he was at Eastern States. Uh, yeah, and then, of course, we already talked about Griner. Top. Moving on to Division Two. 152 pounds. The one seed, we've got returning New York State champ, Caden Bellis. The two seed, Tavian Camper of Copenhagen. The three seed, Van Davian Way of Governor. Fourth seed, Henry Martin, Croton Harmon. Five seed, TJ O'Connor of Cooperstown, Milford. So, Caden Bellis, he has, his lone loss on the year is to Tavian Camper. And Tavian, he, he lost to Tavian Camper at the Windsor Tournament. Uh, Tavian Camper, Took third last year at the States. Van Davian Way took fourth. Camper uh, avenged his loss to, or uh, sorry, Camper beat um, Bellis at Windsor, but then Bellis beat Camper at the Southern Tier Memorial. Um, I was there for the Windsor match. I, were you there for the Southern Tier one or no? I was not. Unfortunately, I had a family emergency I had to deal with, so I had to leave in the middle of I think I, I was at Eastern States when that was going on. I was I was watching it live. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, so he beat... Uh, he beat Bellis in overtime, which was crazy because he was up on Bellis, or he was up on uh, Camper. Bellis was up on Camper, and I was like, "All right, this, you know, Bellis has got this." But I, he might have been in, you know, football shape a little bit still because it was yeah. the end of end of uh, December. And uh, a state he, so he, I mean, Camper's really good on his feet, but he got some of those takedowns. Kind of, I guess, overtime takedown. Camper or Bellis was really heavy on his feet. Yeah, and then we have seventh seed Mead, section four kid as well. He placed fifth at states last year. But yeah, my guy. He's been in the state finals or state semifinals the last two years at 152 pounds. We gotta get it done. Gotta believe in himself. So I got nothing to say about this weight. That's understandable. I'm gonna take Caden over Van Davian in the finals. Yeah, I mean if, if Van Davian can get I mean, him and Camper have wrestled a lot, uh, I think, you know, growing up because it's Camper. 35 and 40 minutes down the road, but, uh, you know, club wrestling and whatnot, but, uh, I hope way gets it done and makes it to the state finals. Cause that'd be great. Yeah. Be a, a good icing for the uh, senior. So I say we stop part one here and we will do part two tomorrow.
All right, that does it for part one of the New York State preview. Tune back in tomorrow or the next day. Whenever you start listening to this, yeah. we'll have episode two ready to go, load it out, and uh, we'll get to the 160 and up weight classes. Yeah, so uh, we'll we'll start uh, recording episode two tomorrow, Monday night, and uh, it'll be out Monday night uh, at some point later on at Monday night. But yeah, enjoy this one. This is obviously a, a lengthy discussion and uh we got from 101 to 152 a lot of good wrestling and a lot more stuff to talk about the next episode so yeah thanks for tuning in to more wrestling uh yeah we'll see you next episode peace out no